Hey guys, welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com. Me, your host, Martin. Wow, today we're going to talk about summer loving had me a blast. I know you guys have been wanting me to sing on these podcasts. Oh dear. Um, do you know what? I'm calling this podcast Summer Loving, so we're going to be talking about summer leagues. That's the relevance to Betfair trading, by the way. But obviously, the first thought has to be that Grease song, doesn't it? Summer Loving. What a, what a song, by the way. Some of those Grease songs, probably some of the best songs of all time. Um, I've just looked this up, and I didn't realise. It's actually called Summer Nights. So there's me thinking it's called Summer Loving. I'm naming a podcast Summer Loving. That ain't going to change. But Summer Nights, it's such a better name, isn't it? Summer Loving. Why Summer Nights? Come on. It does annoy me when songs have a name that you just would not associate with the song whatsoever. Um, Or the lyric isn't even in the song. You know, the word isn't even in the lyrics. Anyway, um, let's talk about trading, eh? That's what you're here for, right? That's what you've uh, tuned in, ready, geared up. Well, I hope you are because summer is upon us. And the thing I love about summer, I mean, I say summer's upon us, it's April, but we get in there, right? But the thing I love about summer is that the summer leagues come back. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. Absolutely love the summer leagues. Love trading the summer Some of the best leagues for goals, by the way, China, Sweden, France, France? what am I about? Finland. France, maybe France will have a little uh, summer league this year. I think they like to play beach football. Maybe that. Um, Finland, Iceland, Norway. Denmark's kind of in between the two. It does quite a lot of games in the winter now. Um, Japan, South Korea, Australia. I think Australia's been going for ages. Not really a summer league as such. But still, right? These leagues are great for trading, especially goals, which I know 90% of you guys listening trade for goals. So you're going to love that. Um, But it's funny because I get a lot of questions from people saying, Martin, what do you do in summer? Do you just take a break from football? Do you know what? I'm going to reveal something today, guys. And I think for some of you, this is going to be a shock. So just brace yourself right now. Brace yourself, seriously. The Premier League in England is not the only league I trade. Wow, right? I mean, come on, guys. There's so much football all over the world every week of the year. We we don't need to think that just because European football's finishing that we need to finish. Summer's a great time. I actually think it's Ryan's favourite time. I know he's talked about this a fair bit. Um... How am I going to handle the summer leagues? Because this year I'm testing, as you know, I'm testing a lot of stuff. So I'm testing all the profitable members filters again. I'm testing loads of set and forget filters. I'm even still creating filters to test for those. Um, I'm doing them on YouTube videos. So if you don't watch the YouTube channel, please do. It's just Betfair Trading Community. That's the channel name. So you can't miss it if you go there. And... uh, it's it's just absolutely brilliant because I share with you you know strategies all the time. I go through them step by step, and basically a lot of it is to give you ideas to kind of get your brain worrying and going, wow, I could do this strategy. Look how simple it was to create using the BetfairTradingCommunity.com software. I mean, a lot of you guys listening are members who aren't making the most of the software, so 
make sure you watch those videos because you know me and Ryan we put a lot into those and uh, it's, it's valuable training for Betfair traders it really is um, and you guys have access to all of it because a lot of people watching those don't have access to the stats so you know yeah they can watch it they know that they're watching some good training but they can't do anything with it unless they become a member but you guys a lot of you listening you've got the chance to do that so make sure you watch those um but because I'm testing a lot this year, people have been asking me, well, Martin, what are you going to do about the summer leagues that are starting? So here's my thoughts on it. I want to test summer leagues for two to three months, okay, before putting money on the strategies. Now, what you'll find is that when you're testing something, so the way I test, I, I like 10 matches to have happened already in a season before I start to use the data, so I'm already starting to test about a third of the way through a season in general. And when I start the testing for these new strategies, it's going to take two or three months. I mean, you're going to be looking toward the end of the season by the time it might get to a position where I want to put money on it. So really, when you're testing new strategies, you almost have to think, well, I'm doing this. But to be honest, it's majorly going to benefit me in the future. It's going to benefit me in the next season. It's going to benefit me potentially in the next five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten seasons. And we've seen with a lot of the profitable members filters and when I've redone them, um, and I've kind of tweaked them and improved them, but even just looking at the raw data without the improvements, loads of those were still doing really well, even through COVID. There's only really one that was awful and that was um, one of the over 2.5 filters, which I'm gonna get rid of. So if you want that strategy, just go to it on the software, click on it, and write give it a new name and then just no sorry click edit give it a new name then click save filter and it will save in your own filters so you will have your own copy so you won't need the actual master copy that i've got um but yeah anyway the thing is with that obviously i'm going to be doing a lot of testing on these leagues and it's the same as with the winter league same with any other winter league uh, any other league sorry I will be testing in the exact same way. I want to get serious data. I want to get some hard evidence that I've found an edge on the market with my strategy before I put any money on it. So that's how I'm going to approach a lot of it. And then obviously with the tried and tested stuff, I'll trade that as normal. And also obviously watching some of the games. I mean, a lot of the trading I do, as you know, it's just when I'm watching a game. And I think that that's still such a great thing to do. But eventually I would like to move all of my trading into automation and move all of my trading into the set and forgets and the profitable member strategies. And we're not that far off. You know, once we've got some full testing done, we're really not that far off from a stage where I can actually just take a step back and go, right, this is what I'm going to trade uh, when it comes to football and then do some other stuff with the horses because I, I really want to get plugged in with the horses because what Adam's created on the horse racing software is incredible. And by the way, the summer's an incredible time to trade horses. Have I said incredible enough in this podcast? Summer's a really good, how about that, time to trade horses. And uh, I think that a lot of people um, will be trying it over the summer because of the horse racing software that's coming out soon. Um, so yeah, that would be a real joy, testing that. I, I really can't wait. Um, and then the cricket. I mean, the cricket is just the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? If you're a member, you'll know that if you're on the cricket thread. The amount of money these guys make on cricket is, uh, is scary. And they're, they're so good at it. And uh, the thing is, even someone like me who isn't a full-time cricket trader, you know, I'm very much a part-timer, very much in and out, you know, when there's not as much football and stuff on. You see, you see opportunities. 
They're just gifts. I mean, I've said it, you know, probably said it to the nth degree by this point. But when you're seeing teams chasing world record targets and they're trading at 3.0, it's the easiest lay you'll ever make in your life. And yet, you know, the market never, ever figures this out. I still don't know why. Right. It's like if you had a 100 metre race. Right. And you said, um, OK, what I'm going to say is. Uh, there's going to be a 3.0 chance that the world record gets broken tonight. And you go, well, hang on, no one's ever broken that record before. And you go, no, of course not. Well, how can it be 3.0? Surely a much lower chance. The argument in cricket is, oh, yeah, but, you know, the team's not had any wickets out yet. Maybe they've made a good start. It's funny, like, you could say that about a 100-metre race. Say, well, they haven't even run the 100 metres yet. So I can't discount the fact it will happen. See, this is where people get confused sometimes in training. Sorry, this is a bit of a um, diversion, but this is actually a really crucial piece of information. So please make a note of this in your head. Is that when I'm saying that 3.0 is a value lay, I'm not saying there's no chance of it happening. The reason the odds come in too far sometimes on things is that people overestimate the chance of it happening. It's all about the chance of it happening, not whether it will happen or not. Because I have no one knows what will happen or not in any sporting event, right? What we do know is that we can have a much better prediction, a much better chance of predicting that than the general market consensus in those situations because we know that the odds are too short and we've seen it. You know, seven years I've been on Betfair Trading Community preaching this stuff and seven years we've been making money in, in spots in cricket. And, you know, it doesn't happen every day. And that's one of the things, probably why I'm a bit more a part-timer on cricket, is that, yeah, you can trade it pretty much every day, but you're so reliant on one or two events. But when those opportunities do come up, especially in test matches, I mean, you can literally just lay in a situation like that, where they're chasing a world record target, and the odds are like, you know, 3.0, 4.0, and just forget about it. Because... Honestly, uh, that's probably the best thing to do, I think, sometimes as well in trading. When, you're, when you've got a real value and you go, wow, that was huge value, just leave it alone. Because if you're using sensible staking, even if it goes wrong, it's not the end of the world. And also, a lot of the time I find people trade out when they watch something because they get stressed that they've made the bad decision or they've made the wrong decision when their reasoning for the trade is absolutely sound. So there's nothing worse for me. I used to do it. I think that's why I, I find it so difficult when someone does it now. You know, I've heard people say, I traded out in the 90th minute. Why would you trade out on a goals back in the 90th minute? You're literally getting pennies to the pound back. But if there's a goal, you win your trade. And how many goals do we see in injury? I mean, it's insane. But anyway. People do what they want. It's funny, um, someone messaged me the other day and they were sort of worried about someone who was trading and said, uh, you know, what, what are you, how are you going to respond to this guy? I'm a bit worried that he's being reckless. And my response to him, him was already like, if you've got any issues with trading regarding addiction or anything like that, just turn Betfair straight off. We're not, we're not about addiction. We're not, that's not what we do. We're not, I'm, not, I'm not at all addicted to trading. I love trading. I love it with all my heart. I'm not addicted to it. I can have days off. I can have a week off. It's not a big deal to me. Um, I just It's something I enjoy doing. But when you do have issues like that, you do have to just stop trading. We always advocate for that. We're very serious about that. Because we've never been about being addicted gamblers. 
we've been much more about being practical traders you know treat this like a job you know um act the way you would at work that's how we we do trading and you wouldn't be reckless you if you're reckless because the thing is you wouldn't be that reckless at work and i'll tell you why because if you were reckless in your job you'd lose your job and that's how you have to view trading if i'm reckless in trading then in theory i should lose my job and you do if you lose your money you lose your bankroll you lose your ability to trade um and that's a sacrifice that you know you might not want to make and most people don't and i certainly wouldn't want to make so I, I treat it like a job what you've got to realize as well and what i've had to realize over the years is people have control of themselves it's it's up to them what they do so you know bringing it back to what i'm talking about when people trade out in the 90th minute and i just think it's crazy i can't lose any slip sleep over stuff like that although i hate people making really bad decisions all I can do is preach the right decisions time and time again on here and hope that it, it sinks in for people. But I know people are their own agents with their own agency. You know, they're not slaves to me. They don't have to do what I say. And, you know, we save people, actually. Um, if you think about it, we save people. In total, we've saved people hundreds of thousands, if not millions of pounds because of the fact that we stop people from problem gambling. We stop people from gambling recklessly. We turn people into winning traders time and time again um you know people who otherwise would just be in betfred every weekend you know so it's and losing their money on a horse because they like the name of it you know um there are certain people that we have saved so much money um for them and that's great you know that's uh, obviously one of the things i don't know why we've kind of diverted off to this path but that's just the way my brain works um i think i might have adhd i was i, I say that i think my wife just keeps telling me i do <laughs> so and she should know she works with uh children all the time who have uh, those issues being a speech and language therapist one of one of the things she finds is a lot of children get referred to her who don't actually have speech problems they don't have hearing problems they just have attention problems because you know a bit like me they're very one track mind they're very focused on the one thing they're doing and that's why i've done trading i've done so well at it i know that a part of that is because i'm able to just fully focus on it when i'm trading there's nothing else in the world and that's the way it should be when i'm not trading i go and focus on something else like my kids my family um but yeah it's uh it's summer loving time what the hell am i talking about and i love summer i love did anyone else love that like i always think i have that sad a bit because as soon as the sun's out, I will go out and do stuff. When the sun's not out, I stay in. Like, I just had, don't really have any interest in going out when the sun's not out. When the sun's out, I'm out. It doesn't matter what it is, I'll go and do it. When the sun's not out, if I get asked to do something like that, oh, can I be bothered? I could just sit here. I could just do some work. I could just, you know, play some Nintendo or something. Um, I could play with my kids. Uh, well, I suppose I can play with them outside as well. I do often play with them outside. Luckily, they're at that age where it's the best thing in the world to play with their dad out in the back garden, which is great. Um, but yeah, the summer leagues are brilliant. So don't sleep on them. I think a lot of people sleep on them and ignore these leagues. Um, test them. See which ones work for your strategies. Do it for three months. Wait till 10 games have been played. And then work it out and go, okay, that does work for my strategy. Brilliant. Don't just assume every summer league is going to work either. You know, it's funny because I've found that with some strategies, Sweden, for example, 
the, the Premier League of Sweden, is really good. But the second division doesn't work at all. So it's funny how these different strategies can have such different results league to league. Just the way it is. Um, and it's good that we can figure that out and refine that. Um, so yeah, summer loving guys. Happened so fast. I thought that was the first line, but clearly I was wrong. So I just looked it up. Um, what a film Greece is. I think if we're going to take anything away from this podcast, I want it to be that you know Greece is probably the only musical that I'm interested in. Sorry to any musical fans out there. Um, when I say that, I don't know if I've ever actually watched Grease the whole way through. I just love those that like mega mix and the songs. Um, is that a guilty pleasure? I don't know. I think everyone loves Grease, don't they? Anyway, guys, hope you have a great week, and I'll speak to you soon.